Welcome to Annersbrook Church. We hope that this message from our senior leader, Brent Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure that you subscribe or visit our website at annersbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Alrighty then. Morning. Oh, it's great to be together, isn't it? What a powerful thing can happen when we are together. I used to sing this old song. Well, it was a new song, but I was old, I was younger, so it's an old song now. You know, so. we're together again, just praising the Lord. Um, there's something about worship that brings a unity that you never get anywhere else in a community together. They say that when you begin to worship and you worship to the beat of the music, your hearts start to beat together. Pretty out there, isn't it? Um, that there is an actual, the, the unity, the accord, the, 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 the spiritual dynamic that, that can actually take place is suddenly our heartbeats are all beating at the same rhythm and the same kind of uh, uh, togetherness. Uh, which is pretty phenomenal uh, for that, you know, when you think about that. But there is something very powerful that happens. You know, I can have my own worship, worship time at home. I mean, you might be online today. You can't be here this morning. And uh, uh, you might be having your own kind of worship thing going on. And that's all awesome. But it's nothing, there's nothing better than being in the house of God. Nothing better than being with a community of people praising God together, hearing God's voice together, um, singing songs together that glorify Him. Uh, he loves people and He loves volume. Uh, often in the Bible, it talks about shout to the Lord, shout to the Lord. Uh, he loves volume. He loves noise. He loves, uh, he loves the oneness of the noise. It's not noise, really. I mean, for some of you, you're probably going, boy, that was noisy this morning. Uh, well, we're just trying to shake a little bit of a little bit of hell, right? To bring a little bit of heaven. And sometimes there's got to be an aggression with our worship that actually breaks something over our lives that takes us into a whole new place in Him, new levels of belief, new, new miracles that God wants to do. How many of you believe God wants to do miracles this morning? God wants to bring people into um, his, into relationship with Himself. And, and I'm not just talking about those who aren't in relationship, I'm talking about all of us into a whole new place in Him. Because I know even after, what, nearly 60 years of knowing Christ, that there's still yet more in store. There is still more. And you might be 80 years of age here this morning. Let me tell you, there is still more. God has more for us. And, uh, and I, I just love that, that whole thinking. Can I have my notes, please? Is that right? Yeah, I'll take everything. I've got a bit of an interesting... Yep, that's fine. Cool. Jared's got my phone. No, I'll need my phone. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yep, thanks. I need my phone because I've just got some things I want you to do this morning, if that's all right, and it's going to require um, you texting me. I'm going to talk about the prophetic this morning. One of the reasons for that, I, I don't know about you, but how many of you are prophetic? How many of you get visions and dreams and ideas and things and you, 
you start to uh, hear the voice of God and you don't know whether it's the voice of God or not. It's just like you get these kind of thoughts going on in your head and you realise, hang on a minute, that could be a God thought. Anybody ever had that? Who's had a God thought? All right. Okay, I got challenged on Monday morning. I was about to do staff meeting. I'd been praying the night before for it because, you know, like staff are really hard on you. You've got to come up with the goods. And, uh, and so I, I do put a lot of time in praying and just really trying to receive from God what He wants for, for our staff in this current season and this current moment. And He said this to me. He said, why are you not prophesying more? And, I, and, and by the way, when God speaks, it's not, it's not kind of like a big massive kind of voice. I don't know if I've ever heard God's voice as a voice. He always seems to implant these thoughts in your mind and they can be the most subtle thought. But when you're praying for something and you get a thought that's an answer to something you've been praying for, you actually realise, hang on a minute, there might be something to this. And so I, I got really uh, challenged by that thought. Why are you not prophesying more? Because, you know, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit prophetic. I kind of feel like there's a bit of a prophetic voice in me. Uh, but I've, but God's, God's really impressing that there is something more that He has for us. There is something more. And so I began to be really challenged by it. And I thought, God, if there is, if there's more of the prophetic that You want, I don't want it to be me. I don't want it just to be a one-man show. I want the church to be involved. And it's exactly God's heart. Everything that I was thinking was, oh, yeah, that, that aligns well with the Word of God. Because I'm here to equip the, 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 the people, right? I'm, I'm here to equip. That's what I'm here for as a leader, to equip the people for works of ministry. Okay, so let's do it. Let's do it. And it comes from this whole idea of Joel chapter 2, which was brought into Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, I think, or Acts chapter 1. can't remember, Acts chapter 2. But let's put it on the screen here because it's right here. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. That's what He wants to do. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. I love praying for these children this morning because they're our sons and our daughters. And you're a son and you're a daughter. No matter what age you are, you're a son and you're a daughter. God wants to do something. He wants to pour something of His Spirit out on you. Your sons and your daughters, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will what? See visions and your old men? Hard to know what to say about that. But are there dreamers in the house? I don't know where I'm verging. I thought maybe I'm a dreamer now. But my wife kindly reminded me that if I'm going to live to 120, I'm only halfway there. So I still got a few more years yet in store so I can keep visioning. Uh, but for many of us as well is this idea of dreams. And I kind of thought to myself, because I thought, hey, look, you know, in Acts chapter two, you know, the Holy Spirit fell and they spoke in tongues. That was one of the signs of, of, of the Holy Spirit, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. But here it talks about three things, prophecy, visions, and dreams. I thought, God, why that? Why those three things? Why, uh, why the idea of even dreams and visions? 
And, uh, and he reminded me of a vision I received in 1995. It was a five-day vision, like it went for five days. And, and it was the most life-changing experience I ever had in my life. And he, he reminded me and said, well, what have you based your life on? Power of vision and the power of a dream can actually give you an establishment of your life that helps you to break through and helps you to take you beyond where you're at right now. I was 1995, I think I was about like, well, I would have been 30 years of age, just taken on this church. And I'd been youth pastor for seven years prior and we were doing good. I like, it was great. I thought I was gonna be a youth pastor till I was 90 years of age. And then the church said, hey, we think that probably it's the right move for you to become senior pastor or uh, the pastor of the church. And uh, um, I, I kind of felt at that time because, you know, uh, a lot of family in the church and a lot of people that, you know, knew me in nappies were in the church. And it's quite a big thing to pastor a church of people who knew you in your nappies because they probably knew me outside of my nappies as well. You know what I mean? And so uh, it was a massive transition for me and, and, and not, just, not just the responsibility of pastoring, but the responsibility to be at a spiritual place in God that was uh, empowering to be able to do the next season of ministry and of life. And it was so life, uh, it was such a, a, a need in my life because I felt that with the young people, I've been doing that for seven years, I got used to it, uh, it was comfortable. I mean, I loved working with the young people, but now to take on my uncles and aunties and family members and, and to take on, you know, friends and friends of family and, and all of that, and now to become uh, their, pa- their pastor, you know, 50 year olds, 60 year olds, now I'm 30 years old and now I'm your pastor. Uh, it was like mind blowing, mind boggling. Uh, and it was a very difficult season for me. And I, uh, I got into a place uh, of um, absolute desperation. And in desperation, God began to speak to me about going to a particular conference, a Rodney Howard Brown conference back in 1995. Uh, Rodney Howard Brown was a speaker from South Africa. He was doing five day kind of camp meeting or conference meetings uh, up in Auckland. So my wife and I jumped in a car and we, uh, with a couple of others and we ventured up that way. And God began to reveal something to me that was mind blowing. I, I, I was mind boggled and I needed to be mind blown. And God blew my mind with a particular vision and some of you have heard of it before, uh, but it was so life-changing for me. It became the very foundation of my ministry and of the future of Annisbrook. It was all to do with a fountain and uh, the river of the river flowing from the throne of God, flowing through this fountain uh, and, uh, and seeing so many people touched, lives touched with this water that was coming from the throne of God. And, uh, and, and the, the, the vision of, and I'm just, this is just a very small, minuscule part of it. The vision was the, the, the water was no longer flowing through the fountain at the t- after the five days or whatever. It was flowing through the top of my head and flowing out of my belly. And that song, you know, there's a river of life flowing out from me, makes the lame to walk and the blind to see, became my theme song for quite some time. Even though it was a song I sang as a kid at 30 years of age, I was now singing it because it actually became real. Like this is real. There is a river of life flowing out from us, from you, from me, 
from this church. And then of course, we went through a bit of a name change uh, for, a, for a couple of years and we thought, let's change the name of Annersbrook. And, uh, and so uh, we kind of went through a process of that. The process wasn't the most positive in regards to a name change. And, uh, and then we really felt like that God wanted us to retain the name. The name Annersbrook is a suburb of Stoke. But we were no longer in Stoke. We were now in Saxton area, uh, which is kind of like on the border of Richmond and Stoke. So we're on, it's definitely not in the suburb of Annersbrook anymore. But the name Annersbrook means River of Grace. And so when we discovered that and realised that that was a reality for us, we've kept the name Annersbrook because, because again, of the vision. So the, the vision of this river of life there's a, river that, there's a river that flows from the throne of God. And that river that flows bring hope, brings hope and healing to the nations. That's Revelation chapter 22. And so we have really worked our ministry, worked our life, church life, uh, our, our Christianity on the basis of that particular vision. That's what I have done. So you ask, well, why visions and why dreams? And I think ultimately it's because when God gives you something like a vision from heaven, there is something of substance with it that actually pr brings a, a, a change of uh, trajectory, a change of, uh, uh, of direction, or it confirms something of what God's doing in your life. So you have the Word of God. It's got to be backed by the Word of God. I'm not saying it's all about visions and dreams. That, that would make you spooky. Like that would make you weird. But it's got to be backed by the Word of God. And the Word of God is so clear and understanding that in the last days, He's going to pour out His Spirit. Now look, we, we had a camp a couple of weekends ago. Many young people here that were at camp. Anyone at camp? Uh, yeah, a few of you. Yeah. We had a hundred and... 75 175 young people there <clears throat> Friday night Ruby gets to speak she's the first speaker for the weekend and she's bringing a great message powerful message but then she just starts to begin to speak into individuals lives begins to bring the prophetic into individuals lives and I tell you in a moment the atmosphere changed there was a complete change of the atmosphere see it's, it's, it's great to worship and it's great to bring a word, a, a sermon, a message. But when there's something on the heart of God for an individual and you become obedient and stepping out and actually bringing that message, all heaven breaks loose. So there is a, it's not just a little dribble, folks. And I do not believe that we have based our ministry on a, on a little brook, a little creek, a little we kind of like meandering, like little we dribble. This is a river. This is something that's far wider, far bigger than we could ever contain ourselves. This is not just going ankle deep or knee deep or hip deep or waist deep or chest deep or it's, we're all in, we're all in. But to be all in is to understand the season and the Word of God for today. Brent, I wish you'd prophesy more. I wish you'd prophesy more. Well, if you give me some words to say, God, I mean, you know, maybe I would. But here's the thing though, you see, when you step out, God begins to move. It's only in the stepping out that God begins to move on your life. 
It's never contained in a paragraph or pages, pages of anything. It's simply a thought that comes to your mind and begins to unfold as you step out. Once you step out, then you see God speaking and you, and you understand too that God moves through people. So you become the voice. I love that program, The Voice. Anyone like it as well? Like, like it's just awesome, right? People, you know, you got judges and people sing and it's just awesome, The Voice. But we are called to be the voice of God. You and I are called to be the voice of God. I believe this very, very strongly that there is no other way that God is going to speak to this generation except through you. You, The reason why you have a voice box is because God created it so that He could actually speak through you. Otherwise, what's the point of having a voice box? Okay, I might exaggerate a little bit there, but He wants to use you. He wants to speak through you. We are His vessel, we are His instrument. Allowing Him to flow through us means then that He can actually use our voice. How's God gonna reach a generation? Through you. And in the last days, God will pour out His Spirit. There's gonna be a pouring out. It's gonna be a pouring out. It's, a, it's an abundance of flow. It's, 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 it's more than what we can contain. And, uh, and I noticed it in the weekend at the camp, you know, 175 young people all experiencing this outpouring of the Holy Spirit and an and and even greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit when people began to speak into individuals' lives and to see the work of God begin to, you know, look, nothing unlocks a heart more than God speaking to a person and saying, hey, have you thought of, hey, this is where I, where I see you. Hey, this is who, how I see you. Hey, this is what I believe for your future. It's powerful. We all like a prophetic word, right? Anyone would like a prophetic? Would you like a prophetic word this morning? Okay, so let's practice it. Let's connect with it. Let's connect with God. Is it God? If you've got something for me to say, then help me to write it down and to send it through to Brent. And sending it through to me is it's not a kind of a you know a weird thing. I suppose it probably is, but I will read it out. And that will just, you know, simply, I mean, I, I've never done this before, by the way, not this part, this is weird. You know, this is like practical, I'm being practical, but it's kind of like, hey guys, are you, be, are you get, you're ready to text? Have you got your phones on you? You don't bring your phones to the church, do you? Because you know, it's not really, you, know, it's not. you need your phone this morning. So if you haven't got it, go get it. Here's the phone number. Thanks, guys. There's the phone number. So I want you to text. I want you to have a think. I'm going to pray for you. I want you to think about what is it, God, that you want to say through me? What is it that I'm dreaming about? What is the vision? What is, is there somebody here who needs to hear from you? And will you, will you speak through me so that that person will be encouraged, strengthened? And I'll, I'll read them out. I might weed through them a little bit, but I will weed, I'll, I'll read some of them out and, uh, and let's see what God wants to do. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. Father, I thank You right now. I just pray for Your power and empowering, Your blessing. I thank You, Lord God. Uh, we do believe we're in the last days. We know that, God, You wanna pour out Your Holy Spirit, but I know it's not gonna be a one-man band show. I know, God, You're gonna rally the church. And I know, God, that even this morning you want to speak to your people. But you don't just want to hold it to ourselves. This is, this is like we're practicing for the kingdom. 
Reaping a harvest. Reaping a harvest for the week ahead, for the weeks ahead and for the months ahead. Lord, I pray for the prophetic to be released in this church in Jesus' Name. Release it in the Name of Jesus. I come against the work of the enemy that has tried to hold you down. Those prophetic ones of you, those of you who understand the giftings of God, but you're not moving in it. Those of you who understand the the Spirit of God being outpoured, but you realise that there's so many limitations around your life, you're so bogged down with situations and circumstances. I come against it in Jesus' Name. And I pray right now, Lord, we'd be focused on Your Kingdom. We'd be glorifying Your Name and we'd be moving prophetically in such a way where others' lives would be healed, whole, touched, miracles, signs and wonders. Lord God, would happen in this place this morning. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, fall afresh on us. Come Holy Spirit, pour out Your fire. Let the fire come down. Come Holy Spirit, let the river flow in Jesus' Name. The river that flows from the throne of God, not from a stage, not from the musicians, but a river that flows from the throne of God in Jesus' Name. Healing for the nations, healing for the nations. Hope, hope for this world. Hope for this city, hope for this community. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Ezekiel chapter 37 says this. By the way, you can start hearing from God. Start texting me. Good, thank You. I got texts already, guys. This is looking awesome. Thank You, Jesus. All right, Ezekiel 37, Ezekiel. God is speaking to Ezekiel and says, so I prophesied. I, I, I prophesied as I was commanded. God speaking to Ezekiel says, Ezekiel, I need you to do something. This valley of dry bones that you see, I need you to prophesy. I need you to start prophesying. Isn't that interesting? It wasn't praying. It was prophesying. It wasn't getting my hands dirty. It was prophesying. It wasn't labour and toil. It was prophesying because there are some things that are so impossible that only God can do. And when God begins to move on a person's life and begins to speak through that person, the impossible things become a reality. And this morning, you're gonna feel something, sense something of the pouring out of God's Holy Spirit that only the Holy Spirit can do what He can do. It's not about gaining knowledge or just more information. This is about a work of God and a work of God that possibly not many of you have seen for a long time. So let's be open. I prophesied as I was commanded. What happened while He was prophesying? As I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together. I'll just turn my phone off silent. Oh, turn it on silent, because, yep, thank you. Uh, and the, 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 the bones came together bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then God said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these, these bones that they may live. So I prophesied as He commanded me and breath entered them. And they came to what? They came to life. They came to life. Wasn't done by any other method except prophetic. The power of the prophetic, bringing life. 
Jesus said, I've come so that you might have life, life in all its fullness. Life. Resurrection power of God and life. Life and death is in the power of your what? It's a good thought. What are you gonna do? Speak life or speak death? You've got a choice to make. Bring, you, you begin to align your mouth, your tongue with God. You begin to usher a power of God. And it brings life. So often we're more attuned to negativity, criticism. What does that bring? It brings death. We prophesy. And as Ezekiel prophesied, as he prophesied, as he was commanded, things began to happen. Things began to happen. Life. Newness of life. The flesh. The muscle, the the tendons, the the ligaments, they all got put together on the dryness of these bones. Anyone feeling weary this morning? Anyone feeling tired this morning? Anyone feeling dry, withered up, old even? Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings of eagles. They'll walk and not grow weary. They'll, They'll run and not be faint. They put their trust in Him. Share with you, and I know I've been sharing thoughts, but I got some things on my heart that I kind of prayed about this morning for some of you. This is always a tricky part to wonder where do we go to from here in regards to the practicalities of it. Thank you for your texts. Those of you who are bringing in texts, keep going, keep going. There's still yet more. Um, okay, so uh, here we go. Let's, let's just move into it, and uh, you just sense the, the atmosphere begin to change. For somebody here this morning. God is speeding up your knowledge of Him. There is something about a work of God. You might've been a Christian just for a very short time. You feel like you're a baby in the things of God. I wanna encourage you that I kind of felt like God was wanting to say to you, whoever that is, that there's a speeding up happening. You, you even sense it now. There's a learning process that, you're ta- that's, that you've taken on and that you just think, wow, this is way beyond, uh, way beyond anything I've ever known. In fact, you've always seen yourself as a little bit of a, uh, not so intellectual, not so, um, you know, you know, school wasn't good for you, uh, that sort of thing. But you've come into the things of God and there's been a speeding up of a, uh, of an, a desire to learn. And it's because it's, you know, I think the desire to learn is because there's something really important that God wants to show you, God wants to teach you, absolutely. It's a spiritual dynamic. You know it's not you in the natural. It's actually a spiritual, supernatural dynamic that's going on in your life. And here's, God's gonna speed it up. He's gonna make it even quicker. You're gonna retain things that you haven't retained before. You're gonna remember things, even your memory. You might feel like you've got memory loss. God's gonna restore your memory in even a greater way to remember that which is important in regard to the Kingdom of God. The reason for it is because He needs you effective now. 
Not in 10 years time when you think you got it all, but He needs you effective now. God's gonna release you into the things that, that He wants to release you in, in the now. And as you are effective in it, you'll, be, you'll continue to learn more and it'll continue to speed up and you'll continue to, as you work in the things of the Kingdom, there's going to be an absolute flourishing in your own life personally. Anyone kind of receive that for themselves this morning? Just raise your hand so I can see. Has anybody taken that word for themselves this morning? Anybody? Yeah, awesome, awesome. Fantastic, Joyce over here. Uh, cool, over here as well, fantastic. Um, okay, all right, uh, here we go. For someone who's online, don't switch off guys, keep in, okay, speaking online. Someone who's online, there's a sickness that's going on, that's why you're not here this morning. Um, I, I just kind of feel like God was saying that there is a freedom that God wants to bring even right now while you're online watching. Uh, and so uh, God can move through airwaves, right? He doesn't, you don't need to be here for freedom to come. So I just pray in the name of Jesus that whatever's on your family or whatever's on your life that's holding you back, that's keeping you at home, in the name of Jesus Christ, we break the power of the enemy, that demonic thing that's been around, that's been... Thank you for the blood of Jesus right now. The blood of Jesus that covers that covers your home. The blood of Jesus covers your home. The anointing oil of God in your home that that brings brings life. Where there's been sickness, we speak healing in Jesus' name. We speak the healing power of God in the name of Jesus. I'm just believing for a miracle to happen in that home right now. Whoever that's for. Um, so for somebody else, you're in a race and the hurdles will become walls. It's not just a 100 metre sprint. We're talking about a hurdle race, kind of like life, right? Oh, here's a hurdle. But for some of us, we've allowed the hurdles to become walls. They're not jumpable. They're too high. They have to actually be broken through. In fact, I just really felt like God says, He doesn't want you to jump. It's, it's, it's impossible. He wants you to speak. He wants you to declare. He wants you to, 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 it's not a pleading or a begging, it's a declaration of the Word of God. And as you begin to speak to that mountain, as you begin to speak to that wall, you'll see the walls come crumbling down, not by your effort of just leaping, trying to leap over, you'll never get there. You're trying hard to climb the wall, climb the wall, climb the wall, but you know that the wall's kind of getting higher and higher as you're trying to get higher and higher. It's impossible. It's impossible. But God says, I want you to speak to it. And watch that wall come down. It's moving in the supernatural. It's understanding that there's a power that's available for you that goes beyond your own doing and your own works. It's not by might, it's not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. By my Spirit, says the Lord. Allow the Spirit of God Pray, Father, declaration to become a reality in Jesus' Name. Here's for somebody else. The axe head floats. Donkeys speak. Abraham's wife, was it Abraham's wife? Had a baby, yep. Abraham's wife had a baby at about 100 years of age. And you think your situation is impossible for God. Well, it might be impossible for you. And that's right where God wants you to be because it's not the time to back down and it's not the time to back away, but it's the time, it's a time to feel the restoration of the power of God in your life that enables you and empowers you 
to understand that the axe head floats. Some of you will know the story in Scripture of the the floating axe head. Some of you will know the story of the donkey speaking. Like, not English, it wouldn't have been English, sorry. Uh, But words that were understandable back in that time. Others of you will know the story of Abraham and Sarah. You might feel like that there's something impossible that's going on in your world and in your life. I'm here to tell you today that even though that's where God has you right now, it's not where God wants to keep you. And it's not a time to back down. It's not a time to back away. I got more, but I got so many texts coming in. What? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm scrolling. Okay, let's get into it. All right? Here we go. God is wanting the older generations to be sold out for Him, just like in the youth. He's wanting them to be the pillars in the church. These are the people who have been called to support all generations, wisdom, strength, and sprint fooled. Okay, Sarah, what were you meaning? <laughs> Sorry, gotta call you out on this one. Hey? Oh, spirit filled, yeah, of course. Please, please be accurate with your texting, guys. This is gonna, otherwise we're gonna be here all night, all day. Um, Okay, wisdom, strength and spirit filled to build up, not tear down. People in our community will see and want to know more. Get ready for the people who were once here because they're coming back in Jesus' Name. (laughs) Bring it on. Okay, yeah, bring it, bring it back, yep. Uh, Someone here who feels like a misfit. You feel like a misfit. God says you're not a misfit. You've been told that, but He says, you are His. You are created exactly as He wanted you to be. But today He wants you to to know that that word misfit is not the label He wants over your life. Today He says you don't fit a mould as per some, but you fit in. You fit who He created you to be. Today He wants you to know that. Labels not to be your identity anymore. He's wanting to rewire, He's wanting to rewire that identity. Uh, Here's another one. I see a barren mountain, dull and grey. But I believe God is about to unlock fresh growth. The mountain will be covered in beautiful grass and flowers and fruit. Fresh growth and breakthrough. As As I'm declaring these things, hold them for yourself. Believe them to be it for you. Don't feel like, oh, that's just, you know, that's for the person next to me or or that's for that person. No, if you kind of feel like it's igniting something in your own heart, take it, hold it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'll read this one. Um, Not so much prophetic, but I was going to send this to Graham Beck directly, but since you've opened the floor, uh 
Uh, I couldn't help but be incredibly moved this morning by watching their children praise the Lord. I just had a feeling over me that those kids are gonna move mountains and change a lot of lives. Man, what we desire for our kids. Bring it on, not just for Graham Beck's family, for all our children. In Jesus' Name, God, we believe in for that. Amen. Here's another one. Um, in a world of misinformation, fake news, cancel culture, conflict, disillusion and confusion, people are seeking truth. Therefore, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone that asks you for the reason for the hope you have, doing so with gentleness and respect. We were all created to have value and have a purpose and for a purpose, to know, experience and to give love, to love God and to love people. Whether people recognise or acknowledge or believe in God or not, everyone has a spirit that is longing for love and connection. Be open to this with those around you. Seek it, ask for it and be ready to share and speak into their heart from yours. Wow, powerful. Here's a a great word, powerful word. It's time to go again. Come on, it's time to go again. Time to move again. Time to uh, see something shift in your life again. God wants to do something new in you. Uh, here's a word for Haley. I don't know if Haley's here in the room or not, but uh, God wants to say to you, You are my true and faithful servant. This is Haley Nam. You are my true and faithful servant. She actually probably is in kids or crazy. Oh, Haley, you're here. Oh, I see you. Okay. Haley, uh, God wants to say to you, You are my true and faithful servant. You dedicate your time, your energy, your thoughts to me. What you're praying for in secret, I am going to give you today the desires of your heart, a new confidence, a confidence to pray for others, to lay hands on them and to perform healings in Jesus' Name. That's for you, Haley. Uh, here's a word for Geordie Moore. Where's Geordie? It's Geordie, 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 here's a word for you. The Spirit of God is on you. You're awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. You're awesome as, as, as you are. You, as you are. Well, there's, that's powerful. You're awesome as you are and you have gifts. God has given you gifts to use for the Kingdom of God. Understand what those are and and see God break through in your life in a whole lot of ways. Les, thank you. Uh, Les has just written, Amen Uncle. He calls me Uncle for some reason, but anyway. Here's another one. We all right? You good? From the ashes of defeat, feeling defeated is an attack of the enemy. Defeat is an attack of the enemy. Gotta listen to this. If you're feeling defeated, it's an attack of the enemy. It is not true through Jesus. You can have, you you can, uh, 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 you can, you can rise up. Okay, well, yep. You can rise up through Jesus, you can rise up. The feeling of being inadequate and thinking to give up and you can't succeed is a lie to hold and to hold you back from God's great plan for you. So Father, I pray for that person in the Name of Jesus to just come against the defeat that they're feeling in their life. And I pray that no one is to grab that vision and that dream for, them, for, their, for their life. God, begin to speak to them again. Help them to understand what it is to rise up 
in Jesus' Name to be raised up from death to life in the Name of Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Uh, I just saw a tree with dead things hanging from strings off the branches. In brackets, sounds weird. But then I saw the string being cut and the dead things falling off the tree. And then beautiful flowers were growing and growing into a beautiful flourishing tree, bringing new life. There's for somebody here this morning, telling you these are not just kind of like, this is God speaking. Uh, Steve, Stephen Avis. I see him in a classroom teaching young men, academic life skills and all about God. There we go, Steve, take that one, mate. That's awesome. Uh, here's a word for Chris and Jane. Palm on. Know that I have my eye on you. I have watched your faithfulness and your steadfastness in the fire. To those who are faithful, I will entrust much. Those who, I, those who trust, I will entrust with my riches, my power and my promise in all things for all things. Today I release the anointing of God to step into, the, into your life, the life I have ordained for you. No more wrestling. Joy unspeakable is your portion. Joy unspeakable, that's a great word. Father, I pray for Jane and Chris right now. Lord, may they know what it is, Lord God, to go from the difficulties of life into an extreme overflow and an extreme abundance in Jesus' Name. Fruitfulness like never before. Bearing fruit like never before in the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. I gotta keep going, guys. For someone who feels like a failure as a mother, Jesus says, you are my beloved daughter. My presence is about to overcome in your situation. He will overwhelm you with His love and His goodness. Just position yourself to receive and He will overcome and be your strength. Isn't this awesome? Like we should just do this every Sunday. Forget preaching. My gosh. On the way to church this morning, I had a picture of the church auditorium. It was empty. But then many small fires like campfires appeared through the auditorium. Now I saw movement, a wind, a tornado shape started to move through the room and the Holy Spirit was moving and bringing wind and life and movement to the fires and the room began to fill with a roaring fire. Bring it on. In Judges, it speaks about the jawbone of a donkey. Samson defeated 1,000 men only with this, just a jawbone of a donkey. Someone here doesn't realise that they have the tool or the tools that they need. You can defeat the enemy or you will defeat the enemy with what you have and only by the power of God. God will use what's in your hand and you don't realise what God is capable of. Someone in the back left side of the church, is it your back left or is it my back left? That's a good question. Um, in the back left of the church right now, they don't know who, but their family is currently falling apart. But I feel it will be fully mended back together with God's love and the whole family will come to the Lord. This is a verse that I felt that person needs to hear. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Awesome. Uh, here's another one. God sees you every 
hear every thought. You are important to Him. He wants to take your life and restore that which has been taken or destroyed from you. Give me all of you and see what I will do, beloved. Uh, if you are concerned about the future journey of our country with regards to the equity journey we are on, we are on together, all people in this country. Um, don't worry, don't be afraid, don't worry. All that's happening is, is, is we have an opportunity to empower uh, people to be who God has created them to be and live that out authentically in their own autonomy aligned to what God is telling them. Play your part in this life and in their life. Enable one another, support one another, grow with one another, accept one another in their way of thinking. Show them empathy, show them understanding. And maybe you need to do that too for yourself. Well, that's cool. Choose to look at all interactions and foundations of thinking that make up your life and ask where does it come from? Unpack this with God and create a new path for you and your whanau. Powerful. I saw gold dust falling on everyone like a soft wind falling row by row on everyone. Bring it on. Rise up, my people. Step into what brings you joy. Cool. Is someone in this room today not sure who in brackets? feels let down in so many areas of life, God wants to tell you, He never has and never will let you down. He wants you to remember Him in those moments and go to Him as your first resort and not your last resort. He's there waiting, but it's up to you. There is a, a, a rare bird called the Fio, uh, Y-O, uh, W-H-I-O which lives on remote rivers and very low numbers. They enjoy fast flowing and clean rivers. But I saw them multiplying in the river and the river was full so much that they couldn't fit on just the clean rivers, but had to go out and find all the rivers. I believe that is us. Cool, this is awesome. I want to light a fire under someone. Oh, do you? Okay. I, I think, <laughs> I think this is, this is a message from God. Uh, I want to light a fire under someone because they've been holding on to chains. And although the fire might hurt, as the chains heat up, it will hurt less than the chains themselves. The heat in the chains will make you let go of what is holding you back. God has more in store for you than, than focusing on your past. Powerful, awesome. On the way to church, a huge massive palm tree standing all on its own stood out to me. There are no other palm trees to be seen for miles, tall and straight with huge palm fronds reaching out, standing out in the community. Stand out in the community you are in. You have been placed there as a tall pillar for those around you to be cared for and protected. It's time for you to stand tall in who God sees you as. You are His Son and, uh, and, and He has so much for you. Stop looking at your past and regrets. God wants to use you in a powerful way and you need to know that God loves you and accepts you. I really believe this picture and word is for Patty sitting next to Ginny. Patty, that was for you. Bless you, man. Bring it on, in Jesus' Name. I saw a small hummingbird. These pictures are awesome, eh? 
a small hummingbird hovering mid-air, not far away from the nest on the branch of a large tree. For a while it stayed hovering. I believe the Lord began calling the bird to take flight, to stretch its wings a bit further and move away from the nest. And as it did, there was a beautiful wind, almost singing through the wings of the bird. And it took flight with ease and clarity of direction, led by the wind, giving it a complete change of perspective as it came up above the branches and, and, and the blur of the bushes, the bushes and the leaves. Such a grace and ease as it trusted in what it was made and designed to do. There's hummingbirds here this morning. Someone feels like they have been in a lion's den full of fear and darkness, even to the point of being fearful for their life. God would say the lions have no power over you. The lions have no power over you and you are safe. The lions' mouths will be shut. The voices of condemnation will be silenced. The lions will, now, the lions will be afraid of you and you will be victorious. Trust, pray and walk in the victory of Jesus. Wow, wasn't that awesome? There will be an outpouring over the church to have a craving to read the Word of God. There is someone who thinks they have the words right and super confident about it. However, God wants them to stop and listen to Him. I think this means there is someone who is rushing into something quite big without praying about it. Just give it a minute to pray first and potentially seek wise counselling. Excellent for somebody there. Uh, a word for Simon, uh, a youth boy from Motawaka. Simon, are you here? Simon, this year was it? Awesome, man. This is a word for you. Um, God gave me the word Malabar, M-A-L, not, um, what's the one in Aussie? Uh, Malulabar. No, it's not Malulabar. Sorry. Uh, Malabar, M-A-L-I-B-A-R. I had never heard of this word and had no clue what it meant. I looked it up and Malabar is a type of silk. Silk is valuable, uh, silk is valuable and mentioned in Revelation and is among the treasures of Babylon. God, God treasures, treasures you, Simon. He is proud of you. You are worth more than you know you are. Silk is also soft. You have a soft nature. People will be drawn to you because you are soft. You are welcoming. You are kind. God is saying, enlarge the tent because many people are going to come to you. Your house and your home is going to constantly have people. Your house will, will, will be a place. Uh, uh, you, your house will be a place where people are saved and healed. Okay, how are we doing? Do we need to finish, Jared? <laughs> to the young girl who is wearing the Jesus Saves hoodie. Oh, that's so good. To the young girl who is wearing the Jesus Saves hoodie. Where's the young girl wearing the Jesus? Oh, you dear girl. How cool. <laughs> um, God sees you and He hears you. And Jesus is shining a light on you. And people will be drawn to your light, will be drawn to you. You have a piece about you that people need and you're the person to bring it to people. In the unsteady times we're in, you will bring God's peace into the places where you, wherever you go. How cool is that? Is that awesome? I get the word authentic, authenticity for someone as you draw closer to God, as you move in His ways, let Him guide your steps. You become more authentic, more of who God created you to be. Is Anna here? Is your wife here, Ashley? Oh, Anna. Um, sorry, I did have your name on, on my list as well. Uh, look, I just really felt like God wanted to uh, share with you uh, as well that there's a, there's a ministry that um, hasn't quite been fully revealed yet, but 
uh, is to do with broken people who have broken dreams. And God is saying that that's who, who, who the next season of, uh, of your life is gonna be about broken people with broken dreams. You will be the restorer of woman, the builder of dreams and kingdom hope for many. So I felt like I, no, I needed to share that, Anna. That was Anna. That was Anna Gask. I'm pretty sure it was Anna who shared this scripture just then. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Shep and Bex is a word for you. Down here. I've heard the word, I, I heard the word spearhead. You guys are going to make waves in Aotearoa. People gravitate to you and respect you both so much and your hearts are burdened by something big. Let God encourage you to keep pressing on with your vision. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What a powerful word, powerful. I feel God say here's another word, you will dream again. Here's God saying to somebody, you will dream again for someone whose dream life has become a place of terror and nights have become dark and scary. And when Brent read that verse, someone was feeling anxious uh, and didn't believe that they could dream God dreams anymore. But we declare that you will dream dreams, that you will dream God dreams and it will become a place of beauty and a place of wonder and a place of peace in Jesus' Name. Man, this is good. Someone in a check shirt. I can see Mark here in a check shirt. I don't know if it's you, Mark. I'm not sure. Someone in a check shirt. There's a, there's a well in your belly. There's a well in your belly. It's like a whirlpool and it's swelling up. Allow, allow it to spill over. So much blessing to pour into others. Let it run free. Don't hold back. Wow, how cool. <laughs> I feel there's someone that has experienced failure, maybe failure and others leading you down and you are feeling anxious to fully trust God, but God will never fail you and will fail to listen or to come through in every situation when you trust Him. Uh, This is for uh, Johnny, Johnny, where's Johnny? Johnny Painter, he was here, I saw him. Johnny, oh, you are here, yeah, yeah. Uh, You've anointing, you've an anointing as a father. There's a generation of boys who need your voice, your strength and your quiet passion for God. There's no ceremony anymore to become a man. There's no magical age or accomplishment that society demands. You can and will call out the masculinity of boys and disciple them into men. Be strong and courageous for the Lord is with you and He will guide you and He will speak through you. Let that become a reality, I pray in Jesus' Name. In the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. Uh, A word for Tim and Sarah Stewart. Tim, down the back. Oh, and Sarah, both down the back. Tim and Sarah, God sees the way you invest, support and empower the next generation. You have so faithfully served for so long. I just felt that God wanted you to know that you will see countless people coming alongside your future grandchildren the way you have come alongside the young people of today. Uh, To Simon Heslop, where's Simon? Simon. Uh, Just as the bass holds the foundation of a band, your life and faithfulness has a depth and richness to it that will make those around you stronger and more secure. So slap that thing. Do, Do you know how to do that? Can you do that? Do you remember slapping bass guitar? You know how we used to do it in the old days? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, we're not gonna, okay. 
It's all good. Slap that thing. Be confident and bold with the dreams on your life. I like that. That's that's that that was definitely from one muso to another. That was. Guys, that's it. We're done. I feel so encouraged. I hope you do. So Father, we just give you every word that's been spoken, every word that's been created from the very throne room of God, created from heaven. Thy will be done, Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The will of God and the purpose of God brought to this earth through us. Help us to become the voice for a dying generation, for a lost generation. Raise up your church, Lord God, to become all of what you've called it to be. Help us to be empowered and to understand the power of the prophetic, to again see vision, to receive vision and to receive dreams that we might know what it is to hear from heaven and to change earth, to be the voice. I I just really wanna encourage you again that this generation needs the voice of God. They're getting the voice of too many false prophets. There's too many false prophets out there. But when you're in connection with God, God uses you and He's gonna use your voice to be His voice according to the Word of God in accordance with the Word of God, aligned with the Word of God to speak the truth. Everybody wants to speak their own truth these days, but we've got to speak the truth, the Word of God in due season, in this season, in Jesus' Name. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. I pray for every word that's been spoken right now, the fruition of it, the fulfilment of it, that there be miracle. We'd hear of miracles and signs and wonders following following the prophecy of Your Word, Lord, following the prophecy of what You've wanted to say to Your people today. Let there be miracles, God, in Your house in Jesus' Name. Just everybody, just if you feel comfortable, just, just raise your hands just for a moment. Just while you're seated, just raise your hands. Just lift them out towards God, just receiving from Him right now a seal, a, a deposit of the Holy Spirit that protects the Word that's been brought. That wouldn't fall on stony ground, but it would fall on ground that's fertile, fertile soil that's ready to germinate, to, to, to grow. I, I see, I see it's not just little plants He's wanting. It's not just little seedlings He's wanting. It's massive trees, big trees. Allow, allow yourselves to become that pillars of the church, pillars of the foundation of the Kingdom of God. You're a pillar. You're a foundation. You're, you're part of it. I pray, Lord God, that we know what it is to see not just this church, but many churches through our nation become the voice for this generation. Help us, Lord, I pray in Jesus' Name. And everybody said, Amen. God bless everybody. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website 